Hello, and welcome to the Yoga and Yum podcast. My name is Sybil Shelton Ford, holistic health and wellness coach and registered yoga teacher specializing in the therapeutic benefits of yoga for children, adults, and families. I am so happy that you're here. This is the place where we practice deep mindfulness, radical self-care, and living life on purpose so that we can experience more yum in our lives. Okay, are you ready to jump in? Because I am. Let's get into this episode. Hello, everyone. I hope that you're having an amazing day. It is beautiful here in Michigan. Another beautiful, clear, sunny day. It's a little humid, but I can do, I can hang with that. I just got back from my nature walk, just being outside. There are so many different cool things that are happening just in nature. Some of the leaves on the trees in front of my house are starting to change a little bit and fall, which makes me slightly sad, but that's okay. But there's also like these crab apple trees that are in the neighborhood. And those little apples are starting to turn this really pretty pinky and yellowy colors. And it's just really delightful. And a lot of hibiscus flowers have started to bloom. So that's super exciting. Anyway, welcome, welcome back to another episode of my anti-anxiety toolbox. So over these last few episodes, I have been sharing a number of strategies that I use to manage my own anxiety. And I use kind of the same things to manage stressful events. So I just wanted to give that disclaimer again. I am not a doctor. I am not a nurse. I'm not a therapist. I am a holistic health coach. And I'm also a yoga guide that specializes in the therapeutic effects of yoga for adults and children and families. And I'm also a person that has lived with anxiety for as long as I can remember. And over the years, I have learned a lot of strategies that have really helped me. I've learned things from yoga and from therapists and just trial and error. And I have a little toolbox of goodies that I use. Some of them I use every single day and some of them I use when I need them. And today I'm going to share with you a mindset technique that has worked magic for me. I actually learned this technique when I hired a therapist during the pandemic, when we were on lockdown, when everything was shut down. And I will tell you, my anxiety was through the roof. It was a little scary for me and a little concerning for my husband, I think, too. So I decided to get some help because the things that I was trying, they just weren't working. So I needed some professional help. And she was amazing. She was great. And this is one of the techniques that she shared with me that really helped me because I was my brain was like constantly worrying. I mean, all day long. 
just these spinny, worrying thoughts that plagued me every single day. And they were beginning to really affect my overall quality of life because I was just on edge. I never felt chill. I never felt relaxed. It was almost like I was never going to be happy again. And I got some help because I needed it. And she shared this technique with me and I want to share it with you today. And I call it worry time. (laughs) So there happens to be a description, a really good description from another therapist about this technique. I'm not sure what she calls it. There is a YouTube channel that I really like called Therapy in a Nutshell, and it is hosted by a licensed therapist. I think her name is Erin. And I actually watched this episode that she made about rumination, which is basically being in a, a un, unhelpful thought stream. Like you have these kind of spinny thoughts, worrying type of thoughts, and you can't turn the thoughts off. And she gave this as one of the helpful techniques that she shares with her patients. And I was like, when I was watching the episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, I know that one. I've done that one because my therapist had shared that with me months before I watched this episode. If I can find that episode of Therapy in a Nutshell, I'll link it in the show notes. If not, just like do a search on YouTube, Therapy in a Nutshell, Rumination, and I'm pretty sure that'll come up. But anyway, the technique is called Worry Time, and this is how it works. So I was talking to my therapist, and I'm just like, I cannot stop worrying. Like, I wake up worrying. I go to bed worrying. There's, oh, It just does not stop. And the way she explained it to me was this. She said, look, right now your brain is hardwired to worry. And what is not effective is for you to keep feeling bad about the worrying and for you to keep trying to control it or stop it or tell your brain that you need to stop worrying. That is not going to help you. We're going to do the opposite. And the opposite is you get to worry. In fact, you tell your brain, hey, brain, you get to worry. You get to worry as much as you want, but it's only within a specific time frame. So this is how it worked. She said, is there any time of day that's really bad for you? Because sometimes during the day, there's these stressful times (laughs) um, where things seem to come to a head. And for me, it has always been three o'clock in the afternoon. So 3 p.m. So I said, yep, 3 p.m. That seems to be the height of the spin. She said, perfect. What you're going to do is tell your brain at three o'clock, you get to worry as much as you want for 60 minutes. And she said, set an alarm for three o'clock. And then when three o'clock happens, set a timer for 60 minutes. And within that 60 minute time frame, you get to worry till your heart's content. There are no rules. You just need about the worrying. You can worry about whatever you want, but you get to worry only within this 60 minute time frame. And when the 60 minutes is over, 
you tell your brain, okay, we're done worrying for today. We can worry again tomorrow at three o'clock. Also, when you get up in the morning, if you start to find your brain being pulled toward worrying, you just tell your brain, hey, not yet. You get to worry at three o'clock. She said it was really important that I phrase it as positively as possible because the brain doesn't like to be told no or told what it can't do. So instead, say, hey, you get to worry at three o'clock. Every day at three o'clock from three to four, you get to worry as much as your heart's content. So I said, okay, (laughs) I'm going to give it a try. So the next day, I set an alarm for three o'clock on my phone and I did that thing. I, I, you know, my brain immediately went to this worry spin and I would stop and say, oh, remember we get to worry at three o'clock. I must have said that phrase 50 to 60 times (laughs) from the time I woke up till three o'clock happened, but I kept doing it. I kept doing it. When three o'clock happened, I set my timer for 60 minutes and man, it was like the floodgates opened. It was like, yep, it's worry time. And the worries just like rushed out. And I remember even speaking them out loud. My husband worked um, from home. In fact, he's been working from home since 2017. So that part of the pandemic wasn't a big change for him. But what was a change was I was at home because I was a classroom teacher in a public school and we were shut down. So he would hear me kind of talking to myself out loud because I felt like I needed to come out. And he would check like, are you okay?" I'm like, yep, it's worry time. I'm just worrying right now. Just leave me alone. (laughs) So sometimes I said it out loud. Sometimes I wrote the worries down. Sometimes I just thought in my head. But the first day I said most of them out loud. I felt like it needed to be voiced. And I used the entire 60 minutes. So when the timer went off, it was like, but my brain's like, no, 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 I need to worry more. But I stopped it and said, remember, you get to worry again tomorrow at three o'clock. And afterwards, I felt a little like, I don't know, shaky because I kept wanting to go. And so I remember going for a walk outside. It was kind of cold, but I went for a walk outside walked around the block a few times and felt better. And then I was able to do some pranayama, some breathing, which was like, oh, yeah, okay. And the rest of the day went well, like surprisingly. This continued for a full week. So for about that full week, I needed that full hour. But the kind of anxiety around being able to worry had decreased a lot. So I didn't have to keep telling myself 60 times before three o'clock. Nope, you have to wait. Or I didn't say no, you get to worry at three o'clock, you get to worry at three o'clock, you get to worry at three o'clock. It was maybe 20 times, then maybe 10 times. So it wasn't as much. And I also felt that my overall anxiety had decreased. Not It wasn't completely gone, but it was so much better. So when I met the therapist again, I'm like, I feel like it's working, but I don't get why it's working. Can you explain it? Because I like to know the whys. And she explained it as when our brains are hardwired for something like a behavior, we have to figure out how to work with ourselves and not against ourselves. So to say, don't worry 
or stop worrying is not working with how the brain is wired. Instead, give the brain what it wants, but set limits around it. So then you're retraining your brain that, hey, three o'clock, that's worry time. The rest of the day, that's doing other things. But you need to worry. Your brain thinks it needs to worry. So let it worry, but set time around it so that the brain gets used to saying, oh, this is worry time. This is when I do this. But it's really important to keep up that practice. So like the rules of this game are easy, right? If I just say it, it's, it's simple to explain it. Was it easy to do? No, it took a lot of effort. But the more I did it, the less effort I used. So after like the first couple weeks, I learned that I didn't need the full hour. I gave myself the full hour. But when we got to like into week three or so, I maybe, I set the timer, three o'clock, started my worry time. But it wasn't as intense. And it just sort of naturally ended like in 40 minutes or 30 minutes. And I thought, wow, I, I'm done. And, and I would kind of shock myself like, whoa, um, it's done. But what I was really careful was to still allow myself that full 60 minutes in case something else came up. So I didn't like shorten the worry time and say, okay, I'm done for the day. I kept that window open so that my brain knew, hey, if you need to have another little worry dump here, there's still some time. There's 20 minutes left. And as the time went on, the worry period, my actual worrying got less and less. It was then 20 minutes, 15 minutes, 10 minutes. But I still kept that time open so that I felt like my brain knew I could still use that time should I need it. And within, I'm going to say, about two months, I would set the timer for three o'clock, prepare for worry, and none of them came. And if they did, it was like one or two things. <laughs> or it was about something really specific. Because before it was like a non-specific worry, is worry about everything. It would just, it's like this stream of just painful thoughts. Later on, it became specific, like attached to something, like someone I knew got sick. So there was some worrying about that. Or someone, like my daughter had an incident at work that she was unhappy about. And so I would worry about that within that time, but it was really specific. And then the cycle was shorter. Eventually, I got to the point where I would forget to set the timer <laughs> because I felt like I didn't need it anymore. Then I just stopped using the tool because as the days went on, I didn't have this stream of worrying. It just it went away. It stopped. It stopped. So this really was so powerful for me. Like setting up that worry time was so powerful. It was not easy to implement in the beginning. I'm not trying to act like, oh, yeah, this was so easy for me. It wasn't. It was a lot of effort to tell my brain, oh, remember, not till three o'clock. You get to at three o'clock. And then once it's over, oh, you get to again tomorrow. It's like training a puppy. <laughs> you know, 
a little rambunctious puppy that wants what it wants. Um, you know, if you ever trained a puppy, it's not easy, right? And it just, it just, it worked for me. It was amazing. And I really just wanted to share that with you. Again, if I can find that episode on rumination from the YouTube channel, Therapy in a Nutshell, I will put it in the show notes so that you can hear for yourself. And she also gives other tips for rumination. Um, That's just the one that my therapist shared with me. And I will tell you, I worked with her for three months. This wasn't the only thing that we worked on. (laughs) And that one thing was so powerful for me that it is in my toolbox. I've only used it once or twice since, you know, the first time it ended. And it's been really short. Like, in fact, I used it once this year when I was just feeling there was a lot of changes going on in my life. And I was starting to feel that kind of rumination pop up again. So I said, "Ooh, I need to use my worry time. I think I used it for one or two days and then it was done. But I love it as a technique that I can fall back on should that start again. And I just really wanted to share that with you today. So I invite you to give it a try. I get, I invite you to search for that YouTube episode. Like again, I'll put it in the show notes if I can find it. And it's just a great one that works for me. It may not work for you, but hey, it is worth a try if you are a person that tends to get in worry spins. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you gained a few useful nuggets from this episode. Your support is so important to me. If you feel so moved, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a star rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. And even better, please share this episode with friends, family, co-workers, neighbors, anyone that could really benefit from this information. For more, you can follow me on Instagram at yoga and yum with Sybil and on Facebook at As You Are Yoga. Until next time, here's wishing you all the yum in life. Peace. Bye.